The Rams absolutely crushed their 2023 draft, but how will that impact this year's draft? That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley? And welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your Los Angeles Rams, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube. So if you haven't yet, do us a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. And also drop some comments down below. We read it. We're going to start reading them on the show and doing weekly mailbag episodes. If you have any Rams questions that you want to talk about topics, Drop those down below, and we will use them on this show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade. SI 24-7 Sports, Dodgers Nation. Now the Rams 4 locked on. And as always, I'm joined by the Rams pre-half and post-game show host for the Rams flagship radio station, ESPN 710 LA. He just finished his eighth season covering your Los Angeles Rams. The people's champ, Mr. Travis Rogers. You can follow him on X at Travis Rogers. And on today's show, we're going to continue our season-long version of Horns Up, Horns Down, what went right for the Rams in 2024. Also, the Rams get four compensation picks. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, this episode of Locked On Rams brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, Travis, heading into this season, we talked about it, went back and saw an episode, and one of the big keys for us was, do the rookies realize their potential earlier than later? Will this draft class show out? And they absolutely crushed every single expectation, and this was a draft that didn't even include a first-round pick. You get an Avila, you get a Puka Nakua, and a Kobe Turner, and a Byron Young, and Ethan Evans. You even have a Davis Allen, if you want to go that deep into it, that could be a big impact tight end moving forward. They crushed the 2023 draft, and it was one of the big reasons why this team was able to win 10 games and make the playoffs. I think this may be one of those drafts that you look back on two years from now, five years from now, seven years from now, and say that set them up for that next Super Bowl. That set them up to go be a team that not only was good here and there, but a team that was good for you know six, seven years in a row. They aced it and 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 it's not like like you said dmac that they aced their top pick in avila they got a guy that played every snap of the season and that kind of went under the radar because you had another guy who was breaking nfl records who came out of the fifth round and we've talked a lot about puka and i don't want to dismiss puka but I, i think everybody knows puka's story right so you hit a grand slam with a wide receiver in the fifth round But it's all those other guys, I think, that really kind of round this out. You mentioned Turner. You mentioned Young. You mentioned Ethan Evans. Davis Allen, I think, is probably going to be a guy that we talk a lot about next season. Tyler Higby is aging. Tyler Higby is injury prone. He had that knee injury. So I think you're going to get Davis Allen a lot. That you found, you know, potentially six starters in one draft 
is a remarkable accomplishment, especially considering that you didn't have any first-round picks. You look at it. We talk about it all the time. They drafted 14 guys. 14 guys made the team. Not all of them had huge impacts, but of the 14 guys, 13 guys you feel really good about moving forward. Bennett is the only one that you look at and go, okay, they whiffed. And they whiffed. Okay, if you go 13 for 14, I'll take my chances with that. That they win, and I get it, it's a quarterback and it's a name and all those things. But other than Bennett being a complete disaster, the rest of it was a grand slam. It was it was an unbelievable accomplishment out of the gates for a team that had no expectations to end up where they did, in large part because a really significant handful of those guys contributed right away. Yeah, and Travis, as you point out, yeah, it's nice to have stars like Puganakua, but yep. at the very least, give me starters, right? I mean, you got right. tons of starters out of this group, and you hit on this many picks. You know what they call that? They call that a contract extension for a general manager, right? <laughs> when you hit like this, you are going to be around for a long time. And just kind of looking at the success that these guys had. We talk about Avila. I love what you always mention on the show. When you don't talk about offensive linemen, it's usually because they're doing their job right. Yep. And he literally played every single snap this year. Every single snap from a rookie that didn't wear down. He was consistent. He was solid all year. Didn't play elite every single game, but it was the consistency that he played with. Puka Nakua. I mean, come on now. Puka Nakua. What more can you say? I mean, one of these days I'm going to Claire's to get that Puka shell necklace, but 105 <laughs> catches, 1,486 yards, finished fourth in the NFL in receiving yards, ninth in receptions. And Travis, what if I told you before the season that a fifth round pick, not only their fifth round pick, but the fourth Rams pick in the fifth round would take over WR1 from Cooper Cup. He surpassed Cooper Cup this season. It was just receptions, too. He contributed as a blocker. He was effective in jet yeah. sweeps. I mean, he became a household name towards the end of the year as a rookie. And he plays with this incredibly infectious enthusiasm. Yep. He plays with this incredible toughness that, look, he... He's not their best player, but he's also one of those guys that is kind of the, the spark plug to this thing. How many times did we see him make a big catch, take a big hit, pop back up, go back to the huddle, and go do it all over again? There's a an emotional core to him that I think is incredibly important. I love what you said about how a guy in the fifth round, not only a, a guy in the fifth round, but you said not even their first pick in the fifth round, ended up doing what he's doing. And specifically, Cooper Cup had a bad season. Uh, like a, 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 a season that I think we got to keep a really close eye on that hopefully in a perfect world, that was an injury plague season and he'll be back and look like Cooper cup again. But let's just assume for a second, he's not that he's on a, a, a pretty precipitous decline. You got a guy you, and you got a guy late in the draft that can step in and do a lot of the thing. This guy was the Super Bowl MVP two years ago. And now all of a sudden you've got his replacement or at least somebody that's an equitable replacement standing right there. Forget about it. it, it it's, it's just short of a football miracle. It's really that impressive. Yeah, and this is no slight to Cooper Cup. It's no. just the father time is undefeated combined with injuries. I mean, I don't think we're going to see Puka Nakua put together a season like Cup did in 2021, even in his best year, right? I don't think he'll reach the heights and the peak Purple of Brown. Cooper Cup. But like you said, to find someone like that, that you just know is going to be a key contributor for years to come, it's massive. And then it's like being a six-tool player in baseball, right? When you mention those intangibles, the infectious yeah. energy, his teammates feed off it. I think Sure. I like what you said after the Lions game, when after the game, he said he was disappointed himself. You mentioned that a lot of players sound like they're not authentic in those moments. For him, it's just, it's authentic. It's who he is, and it doesn't seem like it's fake. He's like the anti, he's the antithesis of a Russell Wilson. 
Mr. Unlimited. He's Russell. Russell Wilson is exactly what we're talking about. Just so fake and so programmed. And so you can almost feel the, the, the gears grinding in his head about what am I supposed to say that Russell Wilson threw an interception that lost the Super Bowl. They stick a camera in his face four seconds afterwards and say, you know, how does it feel? And oh, I can't wait to go back with my guys next year. Get out of here, man. The answer is I want to jump off a bridge. The answer <laughs> yeah. is I can't believe I just did that. The answer is I just blew the Super Bowl. Not Ah, I can't wait to get back with my guy. That's an insane person. That's a, they, you know, Puka, you lose and he catches every single ball they throw at him, except for one where he's interfered with. And it's like, yeah, I didn't do enough. That's real. That, 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 that's what it is. And I, I'm glad you brought up Russell Wilson. Cause I needed to get that off my chest. And you can never talk enough of Russell Wilson, but yeah, Russell Wilson, he's fake, man. He's bigger than the Louis Vuitton purse that I got my wife that she still <laughs> walks around with and doesn't even know about. I mean, he's just not authentic, but Puka Nakua, he's the exact opposite. Yeah. His teammates feed off him. Also, Kobe Turner, the conductor, he ties Aaron Donald's Rams rookie record with nine sacks, but also he was good as a run stopper too. 36 stops. That was second on the team. They've got a guy in him, Byron Young. He also flashed that raw ability, yep. finished right behind Turner with eight sacks. You have Ethan Evans out of our favorite college, Wingate, and then Davis Allen as well. So I think you said it best that this is a foundational type of draft where, yeah, maybe Steve Avila, he looks like a perennial Pro Bowl potentially. Yep. Same with Puka Nakua, yep. Kobe Turner as well, possibly. It might not be the draft with these all pros, but you got a lot of quality, and that's what the Rams need. They needed quality. There's not one team in the league that wouldn't hope that their draft produced three starters. The Rams got five and maybe six, you know, and, and, and that, is, that is an insane accomplishment. It's a credit to Les Snead and his staff. It's a credit to Sean McVay and his staff for developing these guys and getting, and, and, and here's the last thing before we can move on DMAC. All of those guys were better in week 16 than they were in week two. Like there, there, there wasn't you know, there's, it's not a straight line up in a graph, you know, it's up, it's back, it's up. But by the end of the year, Every single one of these guys was a significantly better football player than they were at the beginning. And that's what you hope out of, you know, never mind football players out of life, right? You're getting a little smarter, you're getting a little better. And they aced that test for sure. They absolutely crushed it. These rookies were playing like vets by the end of the season. That's one reason, Rams fans, why you should feel very excited about your team heading into 2024. But coming up next, there were some sophomore slumps for the Los Angeles Rams. And will they get out of them next year? We're going to talk about that next. Yeah. Locked on Rams. All right. The NFL regular season, it is in the rearview mirror, but we still have football to be played, right? There's still championship week. There's the big game that's coming up after that, which means there's still plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And of course there's NBA, there's NHL baseball's right around the corner. And right now, you can load up because new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets. That's a guarantee when you place a $5 bet. You heard it right. 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose when you place a $5 bet. And with FanDuel, the app is super easy to use. There are a million different ways you can bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That is an absolutely great way to find popular parlays. 
and more money line point spreads. FanDuel's got you covered every which way. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And Locked on Rams, of course, is brought to you by your sp- our sponsor, BetterHelp, right? Sometimes uh, we need to vent to get something off of our chest, to just kind of get it out there. Big or small, certain things can really start to gnaw away at you, start to eat at you. So it's important to let it out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life, who can listen with a fresh ear. So today, I need to get it off my chest, my, my chest right? I still, 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 even a couple of weeks after the fact, struggling with that decision to punt on fourth down. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me, right? I now the good news is I'm super excited about the Dodgers and that's coming up. So I got a mixed emotions, right? So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about therapy, right? It can be different for everybody. Most of us have a lot bigger problems than a baseball team or a football team, but it is important to get things off your chest every once in a while. So if you've thought about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be flexible. It's designed to be suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on and you can get 10% off of your first month. And if you don't click with that therapist right away, you can switch to a new one at no charge. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash locked on. And we are off running here on Locked On Rams. Thanks for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast. And also a special shout out to those every listeners out there. And you can join that every listeners club too. Join, watch more episodes, listen to more episodes, and then you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. Now, Travis, here in our second segment, we had all those great feelings, those great vibes about the rookies. Well, it wasn't the case for some of these second and third year players for the Rams this season. We're going to start yeah. with a player that I had high hopes, high expectations for in Kobe Durant. He had three interceptions his rookie year, a lot of momentum heading into this season. Well, it just didn't get into a nice groove, find a nice rhythm. I mean, he's in the star role, playing on the outside. He ends up lying 413 yards on 46 targets, 30 receptions, kind of bounced around a little bit, like I said, in the slot in the outside. And you just want to see him get back to where he was in his rookie year. We was flashing that potential. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, uh, you know, it's kind of one of these old adages of pro sports that you kind of become who you're going to be by the third year in the league, right? That the rookie year is kind of let's figure it out. Uh, Regression in year two is not uncommon. We've seen that before that. By the end of the third year, that's kind of what you are, right? That, that That's the player that you're going to be. If you're going to be a star, we can kind of see it by the third year. If you're a guy that's barely hanging on, you might not even make it to year four. So I'm excited to see what happens with Kobe Durant because if, if we split the difference between his rookie year and this second year, that's an NFL player. If you get the second year and a third year, then maybe you got to fix uh, some things along the way. I, I do think that this is a point, or I should say a, a position of need for the Rams. I think this is something that they've tried to address through the draft the last couple of years, going pretty heavy in defensive back playing, uh, defensive back players, I should say. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm not quite there to say thumbs up or thumbs down on Durant, but uh, that that is a place that with all the picks that they have coming up, if they use some more at that position, I think that would be wisely used. Yeah, look, he's fast, he's twitchy, he's athletic, but it almost feels like he's a little bit of a tweener in the sense that I don't think he's big and physical enough to be able to hold down that star role, which was a role that Quentin Lake took over when he emerged, right? And on the outside, is he good enough to get it done on the outside? So I think they got to find spots to optimize him, but the question is, is he a 
multi-year starter or is he a depth piece? I think that it's going to be a big offseason in training camp. And like you said, I think the third year, you really start to see who a player is and he's going to get another opportunity next season. And then, of course, Darian Kendrick. I know that for a lot of you, he's one of the reasons why you have gray hair, that you've pulled out a lot of hair this Not season. Me. Not I don't have any gray hair, and I uh, this the the fact that I look bald on YouTube, it's actually an optical illusion. I'm not the least bit bald. Yeah, for <laughs> John Stamos in person. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Like, exactly. Just out in. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But the thing with with uh, Darian Kendrick though is, look, we understand that I, he's not the fastest cornerback, right? He's not. He's someone that plays with a tenacity. He's aggressive, but for me, it's. Before we get into him as a player, it's the discipline. It just felt like, okay, the Rams, they're giving up a lead here in a game, and it's either he's going to give a big play or he's going to have a back-breaking penalty. One of those two things. We saw it with Debo Samuel in the Niners game at home, yeah. and there were so many instances where the play of Darren Kendrick cost his team late in games. Yeah, I, look, I, I'll, I'll simplify this as best as I can with Darian Kendrick. Here's the question I have for him, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is the question that Raheem Morris is asking himself and if Sean McVay is asking himself. Does this guy get it? Like, it's just a, as, as simple as that. Like, does he get it? Do, does he understand what we're asking him to do? And and some guys just, and it's not a, an intellect thing or anything like that, but it's just that, are, do you understand what it is we're trying to get done with you at this position in the larger scheme of our defense? It seems like when something goes haywire, when there is a breakdown, and you in that moment, you look at the other 10 guys on the field, what is their reaction? And you see some hands out to the side. You see some like, hey, where, where you were supposed to be here's. Darren Kendrick is involved in that at a higher rate than most of the other guys on the defense. So I keep coming back to a... Does he get it? And I don't know the answer to that. I think maybe he doesn't, and he better start to get it sooner than later. Or like we were talking about with Kobe Durant, they're going to draft some guys that are coming in to take his job. they got money to spend in free agency. They've got some assets to trade on the trade market, and I think that everybody knows that that's a position that they need to get better at. Oh, a million percent. They absolutely need a lockdown number one cornerback. That would change the entire complexion of this defense. But one thing I have an issue with with Darian Kendrick is this. It's like, look, yes, the big plays are an issue, and he did give up 620 yards in coverage. It was only targeted 69 times, 620 yards. That's not a good number. No. And also, four touchdowns in coverage with only one interception, seven pass breakups, tackling wasn't great. Missed 12 tackles this season. So there's the play on the field, but also how about this? Travis, in the NFL, everyone's a tough guy, okay? You don't have to prove you're a tough guy in the NFL. I don't care what you say. Everyone is a tough guy to a degree, and it'd be nice to see what he would play like if he just went out there and executed the schemes and didn't get burned, didn't get beat deep. And it'd be interesting to see if you kind of remove that element from his style of play, how good of a player he could be. Because there are moments when he flashes, you're like, wow, yep. you like the aggression, you like the tenacity. There's other moments where you say, that was a stupid penalty, period, point blank. Yeah, it's, it's again, I think we're saying, you know, similar things, which is, do, does he get, like, let, let's yeah. let's get the plays done, and then we can do the other stuff. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not a other stuff hater. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's fine, but... Let's make sure the plays are done first. Let's make sure that your job is done well. And then let's do whatever the heck you feel like doing. I, I, I don't really care at that point, but let, let, let's make sure that we're not worried about the other stuff before the play. And, and I think that's a fair question when it comes to that particular player. 
No, other stuff guy is cool with me too. I yeah. wouldn't be here for what if, if we didn't have other stuff guy, right? Right. You can climb out of the the box with no shirt and have beers with fans if you're a first ballot Hall of Famer like Jason Kelsey is, right? <laughs> Jason Kelsey is one of the best centers this game's yeah. ever seen. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, multi-time Pro Bowl. You have to earn that right on the field and off the field. The superstars yeah. don't live by the same rules. Now, They're next guy right. we're going to talk about Michael Hoyt. Now, Michael Hoyt isn't a second-year player, right? But he is in his second year at that OLB position. And look, he wasn't bad as a pass rusher. He had no. 43 pressures. That was fourth on the team. But it was in coverage. He missed way too many tackles, 16 missed tackles this season. But in his defense, this is a defensive tackle, an interior lineman that's asked to guard NFL receivers and NFL tight ends. We kind of wax poetic a little bit about Raheem Morris. Well, someone needs to go up to Raheem Morris and be like, this experiment needs to end. Yeah, look, I, I think Hoyt is is such a good athlete that they're actually kind of fooling themselves into asking him to do some things he can't do. But be, so because he could go from inside to outside, and like you said, DMAC, that he could get to the quarterback, he is you know, a, a, a good football player, but I don't know if that's the right spot for him. I think he's a, a really useful guy if he's a guy that you're using to fill in in a lot of different things. But if you're asking him to be that guy that they were asking him to be last year, you know, 17 games a season, play on teams, do all the things, they, they ask a lot out of him. And I think he's a good player for the team. I just don't like him in that role. I think that it, it, it's a bad fit for his particular skill set. I think he could do it periodically, but... I mean, starting in week one, DMAC, you and I were going on and on about trying to see him cover guys. It's just, it's just not, it's not going to work. And 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 offensive coordinators know that they're gonna they they get an opportunity to match up like that. They're gonna take advantage of it all day long. And, and I just think that there's a schematic issue right there, and, and there's a personnel issue. I like Michael Hoyt, the player. I hope he's a Ram for a while because I think he does a lot of do uh, a lot of different things reasonably well. I just didn't like him in that role. I do too. And I hate the fact that when you bring up Michael Hoyt, you have to criticize him because he's yeah. in a situation where he shouldn't be. I mean, I don't want to see Shaquille O'Neal as a jockey trying to win the Kentucky Derby, right? <laughs> I kind of do see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I mean, this is a worse experiment than when they, they try to sell pizza at McDonald's. I mean, it, yeah, that was bad. I mean, the pizza McDonald's, the Arch Deluxe, but anyways, but yeah. I, I and then, we talk about McDonald's on this show occasionally, and even though they don't, they're they're, they're not a, a sponsor. I think can I can I can I take us back for a sec, D Mac? What whatever happened in the McDLT? Keep the cool side cool and the hot side hot. That was a good burger. Can we bring that back? I like that thing. Hey man, they're bringing stuff back. You know their executives watch this show. Okay, yeah, yeah. you know they do. I wouldn't be surprised. They, hey, Travis Rogers wants it back. Let's get it on the menu tomorrow. So McDLT, be on the lookout for that go. for sure. I want to see the Arch Deluxe back because. I was a kid when it came out. And I never got to try one. So it's one of my <laughs> biggest regrets in life. You know, I was going to try. I mean, I was still doing Happy Meals. And I was like, come Let's on, that's not cool. Bring but, it all back. And then, absolutely. And then you also got Logan Bruss. And Logan Bruss is tough because we don't have any stats to evaluate. We don't have any films to evaluate. Just in the mere fact that he's someone that got cut, right? He didn't really have a situation where he could produce. I'm going to turn what is a clear negative into a quasi-positive that they realized they made a mistake and moved on is a credit to the Rams. That when you, you know, up, up, this doesn't work. Okay, don't try to make it work. Because if you try to make it work at that position, you know what happens? Matthew Stafford gets lit up. It didn't work. They picked the wrong guy. Okay, let's move on.
and that's what they did. So I give them credit for recognizing that it was time to to not make it happen. But you're not wrong, Mac, that you use your top pick from a year ago and he didn't even make your team in year two. That's a problem. Third round pick, but hey, hopefully he can finally get healthy. I mean, he just hasn't been. I mean, to have that happen to your knee in your rookie yeah. season, that's difficult. You just hope that he can find a way to find some role in this league. He's still young enough to, if he can get healthy, he might get another opportunity. He's a big dude. He's a big boy. And I think that teams, hey, offensive linemen, you're going to go with those types of opportunities to see if they can produce. But coming up in our final segment, we're going to throw out quickly our picks for the championship games and also we got four compensation picks. We'll run through those. A little bit of that coming up next here in our final segment on Locked on Rams. So you know here on Locked on Rams, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and Doug and Mine's takes, right? Well, let me give you the hottest take of the day. The best lineup in Los Angeles right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off the top with one of my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loan. So you can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. And next up, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation, much like the team we talk about every day, and their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And rounding out the lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you could lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car even faster. It is the hottest of hot takes, but let me tell you, seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. So visit your Logix branch right here in Los Angeles and let one of their amazing team members help you or you can just apply online in minutes at logicsbanking.com. That's L-O-G-I-X banking.com. And after you do that, why don't you get out your phone and put the Prize Picks app on it, right? You know that we talk about Prize Picks every day. We talk about how it's the largest daily fantasy platform in all of North America. All true. It's also awesome. It's also fun. You can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks with just a couple of taps on your phone by looking at the statistical projections and saying, I like more, I like less. That's easy. That's that's what it is at prize picks. More or less, you can win up to 25 times your money during football season. You select two or more, more or less, bam, that's your entry, and you can win at prize picks. Plus, you can have a little fun with it, too. You can cross leagues. You could do basketball with football. LeBron James and Travis Kelsey, 10.5 combo of three maids plus receptions. You like that? That's prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Listen again, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use that same code locked on NFL and you receive a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for being Locked On Rams, your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Also, a reminder to check down, check out Locked On Sports today, the first 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You got Locked On Chargers, Locked On Rams will be there. You got Locked On Lakers, Clippers, all the LA teams featured there over on the 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here in our final segment, quickly, Travis, just want to knock this one out about the compensation picks. And this is a topic that might not be too interesting to some, but we look at the draft. They did have more picks. It hopefully means more Puka Nakua's, right? I mean, they're going to get four comp picks in 2024. Of course, you saw a lot of players, a lot of key starters, Greg Gaines, David Edwards, Sean Robinson, Matt Gay, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, David Long Jr., Baker Mayfield. They recouped a lot of picks for this. 
And you also get a prize sixth rounder for Gay, Robinson, and Scott. Six rounders for those guys. And a fifth round pick for Baker Mayfield. So look at this Rams team building this draft capital. Very interested to see what they can do with it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that's not particularly sexy, but it's really important, especially if you're a team that's like the Rams. That I, I get it. When you're picking in the fifth and sixth and seventh rounds, it's not like you're going to get the guy that you saw necessarily star in the national championship game. It's not like you're getting the starting guy, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State with these picks. And it, it might not move the needle like that, but what you do get if you're a team like the Rams is you get more bites at the apple. You get more wax at the pinata, right, to try to find the next Kyron Williams, to try to find the next Puka Nakua or whatever that that starter in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round may be. And the more chances I get to pick players, the more chances I have to land on a guy that's really good. You might not know him when you, you know, let's be honest. Not a lot of us are watching the draft past day one, and we're really not watching the draft once you get into day three and you're into those picks. Those are the guys that are making teams. Those are the guys that can change the fortune and, and the future of your team. And the more of those picks you have, the better chance you have to hit on somebody. It's a big deal. It's not particularly fun, but it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. And we talked about Raheem Morris on yesterday's show, and you get a couple of comp picks for him right. if he ends up getting a head coaching job. But I really wanted to kind of have this topic just to give Baker Mayfield some love because because of Baker Mayfield, it's a little bit of a complex formula with the with the comp picks, but because of the incentives, the snaps played, the touchdown pass, the passing yards he had for the Bucks in their playoff win, that increases APY to put the Rams in a position to get a yep. fifth round pick. So shout out to Baker Mayfield. It was such a dreadful year last year for him to go there, get that win coming fresh off the plane, beat the Raiders. So uh, shout out to Baker Mayfield. Also, I feel bad for any receiver that the Rams pick in the fifth round. Those expectations are going to be extremely unfair. <laughs> they, they certainly will be. I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. I wasn't at Oklahoma. I wasn't in Cleveland. I don't even think I paid attention to him when he was in Carolina. But he showed up, he balled out, he played hard, he played with enthusiasm, he he competed like crazy, and he did exactly the same thing in Tampa. And keep in mind, the Rams were terrible last year. He went 2-3 and three as the starting quarterback of the Rams, a team that only won five games. He played in five of them and got to get him two wins. He did a good job for the Rams last year. I'm a Baker Mayfield fan for sure. Me too. And he's just a great story. Very resilient player. It's great to see him get a starting job. And hey, quarterbacks out there, look what Baker Mayfield did. Look what the Rams did for Baker Mayfield. They could do that for you. Now, real quick before we head out of here, NFC Championship game picks. First of all, I want to give you credit. 4-0 in your picks last week. I tried <laughs> to pick against the Chiefs because I was done with the shots of Taylor Swift. So I tried to manifest, but that did not happen. Now it's up to Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens yeah. to beat the Chiefs. I'm going Lamar Jackson. I'm going with this Ravens team. The defense, Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is a quarterback, $52 million a year franchise guy. He sure. absolutely, this is an opportunity to kind of silence any doubters and take this team back to the Super Bowl. I'm not here to dump on Lamar. I think he's terrific. I think he's about to cash in on a second MVP award in a relatively short amount of time in his NFL career. And I ain't picking against Patrick Mahomes. I will pick against, I'll pick somebody other than Patrick Mahomes when Patrick Mahomes isn't an option to pick. He's the best player in the league. He's going to be the best player in the league for quite some time. He's been to the Super Bowl three times already. It feels like he just showed up in the league. Uh, I'm picking him to go back for the fourth time. I, I'm, I'm not picking against that dude. Tough to pick against Mahomes. Tough to pick against Andy Reid. They're on a run this year. They have a little bit of a 
late 90s Chicago Bulls vibe, where it just yep. feels like get them in the playoffs. They're tough to beat when you have number 15. And on the flip side, Detroit versus San Francisco, because I think the Detroit Lions have a chance to do the most hilarious thing and beat the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> in advance of the Super Bowl. My heart says Detroit. Love 8 Mile. Love Eminem. Right? Love Jared Goff at one point. Rooting for him at this point, not going to lie. And then you got San Francisco. I think you look at the run game. San Francisco, they really struggled against the run. Aaron Jones struggled to get pressure. I think Detroit definitely has a chance at this one. They're a seven-point dog. But my heart says the Lions. My brain says the 49ers. Go in my heart. I'm going to say Detroit wins this one. Okay. I want to make a case for why you want the 49ers to win this game. Because if they don't, they're going to go get Kirk Cousins. And And if they get Kirk Cousins, we got a problem. Right. If, 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 if they go get Kirk Cousins, they're doing what the Rams did three years ago when they went and got Matthew Stafford, where they say, OK, look, we got everything we need other than the quarterback who's good enough to just get us where we need to go. Kirk Cousins is Matthew Stafford in this equation. And you put a guy they look is Kirk Cousins Mahomes. No. Is he way better than Brock Purdy? Yeah. And, and, and so let's let Brock Purdy get to the Super Bowl. And then we can talk about Patrick Mahomes clipping his wings at that point. But I think that if they go out, and especially if they go out with Brock Purdy looking like he looked against Green Bay, they really go aggressive to try to get a better quarterback than Purdy. And that's a problem for the Rams. So with with holding my nose along the way, I'm going to root for the 49ers because I think that's ultimately better for the Rams if Purdy sticks around. Yeah, in all seriousness, Purdy was elite in that last drive, making incredible throws. The one to Ayuk slant over the middle comes yep. to mind. I mean, the one to Kittle. I mean, this is someone who definitely is better than a lot of people think. I don't think he's going to turn to a pumpkin, but that's very interesting to think of Cousins in San Francisco. But real quick, have you seen the Super Bowl logo theory? Oh, Where- yeah. Oh, yeah. San Francisco so, and Baltimore, right? It's been decided. It's been decided. <laughs> San Francisco, Baltimore. I mean, in Super Bowl 56, it was. Right, let me make a case. Red could be the Chiefs instead of the Niners. And if, okay. you, squint, and if you squint weird at, at the Honolulu blue, does it look purple? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Hey, Niners, Ravens. I mean, Super Bowl 56, it was orange yeah. and yellow. By the way, do you know next year it's purple and green? So Jets, Vikings, Super Bowl. Can't wait. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked. Was that? Ravens, Eagles. You know, okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jets, I'm going Jets, Vikings. That's like it for this episode of Locked On Rams. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And as always, you can follow the people champ, Mr. Travis Rogers at Travis Rogers. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked On Rams' house.